0: What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? It's the Rockin' the RV Life Podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Well, welcome to our show. I'm Jeff. And I'm
1: Patty. And we want to thank
0: Jim and Melinda Mantell for being our guests for the last couple of weeks on our podcast. (laughs) Yeah. They were a lot of fun to be around. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) They're so much fun. The
0: same park with us for a week. And we really had a great time. Yeah. Not only did we have dinner together, they cooked steaks.
1: Jim cooked us steaks on the last night we were together.
0: Those were really nice. That
1: was amazing. That was so good.
0: Yep. We went and did the aerial tram. That's something Mm -hmm. you should do if you come to Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. You take a gondola and you go up the side of the mountain, 8,500 feet, Mm -hmm. and it's cold up there. It is. It's It's nice. It's 30 degrees colder. Yeah, there
1: was snow up there.
0: Yeah, it was like eight inches of snow.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And
0: you can have lunch up there. You can have drinks. It's a lot of fun. We did the wind turbine tour.
1: We explored all the wind turbines.
0: And that's really a great tour to take. Mm -hmm. It really is because you. You learn a lot about the wind turbines and where they originated from which was Europe like Norway and mm-hmm. Holland
1: yeah and just west of Palm Springs are the wind turbine farms there are so many of these things you can see them all over the place when you're driving down I-10 it's amazing and they're so cool
0: the reason for that is because it's a naturally windy area and they really do produce a tremendous amount of electricity yes but there's a tremendous history about them as well mm-hmm. how they were built how they became bigger, yeah. and how they are serviced. Yeah, and it, I, it really yeah, is it was a, a fun tour. Yeah, it was so mm-hmm. it's it's definitely worth going to that. Mm-hmm. Well, after that, Jim, Melinda, and Patty decided that they wanted to go and get a date milkshake. Mm -hmm. What are dates? Mm -hmm. They're actually a fruit that come from certain palm trees. It's
1: a date palm actually.
0: There's actually a really large street in Palm Springs called Date Palm Drive. So we went to this kind of a famous little supermarket Mm -hmm. and you guys got your date milkshakes. Mm -hmm. How were they?
1: They were good. They tasted more like just vanilla ice cream but you know they had a little bit of dates in them
0: not my style i mm-hmm. just i'm not a date fan mm, okay but you know what you want to tell that story of when we were in yuma arizona and you tried a date milkshake
1: oh no oh yes
0: really? oh you got to tell it now no. it's out there people want to know what happened
1: <laughs> well
0: <laughs> dates are supposed to be good for you right
1: okay After we had left Jim and Melinda, we went to Yuma for a few days, and we found this place called Martha's Gardens. Now, Martha's Gardens is a date palm farm. They had over 300 of these palm trees that they grew these dates on
0: yeah it's really impressive yeah it
1: was pretty cool so they just pick them right there Mm -hmm. now the dates they're kind of like figs i guess but you know they dry them and they sell them and um Mm -hmm. they've got a lot of antioxidants in them
0: they're supposed to be really good for you they have
1: a lot of sugar because they're you know dried like raisins and all that and they have a lot of fiber so i thought okay well i'm gonna get their date milkshake because I got to try theirs, you know?
0: <laughs> I had chocolate ice cream.
1: Oh my gosh. It was so good. Now, that was a date milkshake. That was absolutely delicious.
0: But what? There was something else. No. <laughs> yes, there was. We went to the store after that.
1: So we left there, had to do some errands, and then we ended up at a grocery store. I was walking down this one aisle and it was like, uh oh. <laughs> Mhm. I don't know. Can I wait until we get out of the store? Can I wait till we get back? I don't think so.
0: <laughs> dates are similar to prunes in that effect.
1: Uh-huh. They have a lot of fiber in them.
0: If you're constipated, <laughs> eat some dates.
1: Well, I needless to say, I needed a bathroom like fast.
0: <laughs> really quick. Yeah. Now, I wasn't with you at the time. I was I think I was in, in the front of the store.
1: Yeah, you were somewhere. I don't know where you were, and I was starting to panic and it's like, "Oh my gosh, I got to find the bathroom." <laughs> But I went to the back of the store and there was the bathroom. So thank goodness.
0: I saw people running and screaming (laughs) from the back of the store. Oh, well. Anyway. <laughs> and that's the story of the date milkshake. Uh. So beware mm-hmm. of date shakes Yes. if you ever try them. Yes. Remember the afternoon? What was it? Around oh. noon? <laughs> well, and- no.
1: Jim and Melinda had taken us with them to Sam's Club. So we hadn't been in the Sam's in a long time. It's like, yeah, sure. We'll go, you know, get sure. a few things. We got back, you know, late morning and Jim says, hey, come on over at noon. Let's have margaritas. <laughs> noon! <laughs> I never drink before three o'clock or four o'clock. So I said, okay, how about one (laughs) o'clock?
0: So we went over there. So we at went one. over.
1: It's just a. It was just like how many feet from Mars was theirs? I mean,
0: maybe a hundred feet. So we went over there at one o'clock, and
1: they served us margaritas.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were there for a couple of hours drinking margaritas. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, they weren't strong.
1: They were. I mean, if thank they were goodness. really
0: strong margaritas, I would have had to come back and take a I nap. No.
1: they had gone to um, Trader Joe's and they got a. They got
0: a bottle of a, a, mix a
1: margarita mix
0: with tequila in with it. With tequila in it, but but it wasn't very strong.
1: Thank goodness, because I figured by. Five o'clock, I'd be sleeping, taking a nap. Oh, absolutely. We were fine. We never did. Yeah, we were great. It was fun, though. (laughs) We had a good time. I made guacamole. I took my guacamole over.
0: So it was a lot of fun being with them. Mm -hmm. Now, prior to Jim and Melinda coming to Palm Springs, we had left Los Angeles Mm -hmm. and gone to Menifee, California. Right. And we went to a place called Wilderness Lakes, Mm -hmm. which was just okay.
1: Yeah. You yeah. know,
0: nothing to write home about. Right. But just okay. It but was a nice But the town area. was
1: really cute. Menifee. Yeah, it it was, was a really nice town. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And then we came up to Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. We actually took some time and went to uh, Lake Havasu.
1: We did. That was around
0: Christmas time. That was
1: between Christmas and New Year's. Right. Now that's in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Right on the border of California and Arizona.
0: Which is really nice because the minute you cross that border, gasoline drops almost a dollar a gallon. Oh, yeah. And we filled up with gasoline and propane. Mm-hmm. Propane prices were really good as well yeah
1: and remember that drive we took a drive that was oh it was oh, fantastic it was the back roads and yeah.
0: there was nobody around and nothing around it was beautiful going through the desert we actually took a road 62 out of palm springs mm-hmm. that goes past joshua tree national park yep. and then heads east to lake havasu mm-hmm. it goes right through the desert oh yeah it's a two-lane road yeah. And we were the only people on the road. Just desert. And it was incredible. It was.
1: It was beautiful.
0: You think about the song, The Horse With No Name. Yeah, right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but a fantastic ride.
1: Lake Havasu City is really nice. They actually have the London Bridge.
0: Now I know what you're thinking. Uh, yeah, sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Some guy back in the 1960s, 19... 60s,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he saw that it was for sale in England and he decided to buy it. And have it shipped over here by boat right and then it was transported by trucks you know from california
0: they reassembled it they did and he did it as kind of a promotional idea for lake havasu city mm-hmm. and needless to say it worked but man he must have had some deep pockets he to did. be able to afford to do he that he did
1: but the interesting thing was he put this bridge on a peninsula he realized he's got to have water so he ended up making the peninsula an island it's really cool
0: yeah it's a lot of fun to walk over and just be part of you'll find tons of people there and of course they have an area where you can put a lock
1: Mm -hmm. you know couples do that they have a bunch of locks we're
0: locking our love
1: oh yeah and then you go down on the river and there's all these shops and restaurants very nice place very touristy but very nice right we liked it
0: now if you like razors and four-wheel drive vehicles things like that that you can run in the desert this is the place for you Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of them there oh yeah and they also have a tremendous park. Mm-hmm. It's called Sarah Park.
1: Oh, yes. And
0: it's actually owned by the city, mm-hmm. maybe the county, right? or maybe both, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not a state park, it's not a national park, mm-hmm. but it's gorgeous. And they have trails in there, hiking trails. We did a hike, well, we actually did a six mile long hike one day there, mm-hmm. and man, did we get a workout. It's,
1: it's actually called the Sarah Park Trailhead. Okay. So it's the Sarah Park Trail. And, oh, yeah, that was really something. And then you come to an area where it's called the
0: crack because... There's these huge... Well, the mountains are literally cracked, and there's a crevice.
1: So you go through the crevice of these mountains. You have to climb through to get to the other side. (laughs) Right.
0: Which is really interesting. Yeah. You have to use a ladder in one place, Mm -hmm. and you also have to use like a rope with knots in it.
1: Yeah, they have a rope set up.
0: So you have to pull yourself down or up, depending Mm -hmm. on which way you're going. Mm -hmm. And it's really a lot of fun. It is. It's really not too hard. No. You come through the crevice and it opens up, you walk about maybe another mile after that And you get to the Colorado River Mm -hmm. and Lake Havasu. Yes. And it's absolutely breathtaking. Yes. It's a beautiful hike.
1: It was. It was beautiful. But, you know, we got to a point where we weren't quite sure where we were going because they didn't have signs. Usually when you go on a hiking trail, they're
0: usually marked really well. Especially the national parks and the state parks.
1: Right. But this one wasn't marked very well. Mm -hmm. And so we met a couple, Keith and Tracy. Oh, thank goodness we met them because i don't know how we would have gotten back the
0: funny thing is they were from england
1: yes
0: and they were great i love their accents oh
1: yes
0: nice people they we-
1: actually live just outside of phoenix right and they came for the day or maybe a couple days to lake habasu city to do this hike at this park and so that was great that they were there because we walked back with them if
0: we wouldn't have walked back with, it probably would have taken us another hour yeah probably. because we would have gotten off the trail yeah because there's the a lot of trails left.
1: that go different ways and yeah. it's like you don't know which way to go. So thank goodness. We oh, were they knew with them. it like the
0: back of their hand. Yeah,
1: so it was fun getting to know them and talking to them.
0: <laughs> that was great. But that's what you do. You run into a lot of great people mm-hmm. when you're RVing or mm-hmm. when you're camping, and there's so many different ways of camping. But
1: I have to say, wait a minute about Keith. Keith was wearing a kilt. Oh, that's right. Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: And that's okay.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, that was you know. We that don't was judge. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. He but was it was re-
0: easy to find him in a crowd. It
1: was. Yep.
0: Oh, you know what? I almost forgot this about Lake Havasu City. Yeah. Remember when we were getting ready to leave and suddenly our water went off? Oh, yes. We well, had a really nice spot. It overlooked the lake and everything. Oh, that
1: campground was so nice. Our site was beautiful. It just, yeah, we overlooked the lake.
0: We had a couple next to us and they had, what, an Allegro?
1: Yeah, they that had a pretty big Allegro.
0: Really nice. Very RV. nice. So the water goes off and I look out the window and I see the Allegro... Kind of like halfway backed out. They were leaving. And I see water all over the ground underneath. <laughs> and it was like, oh no. Uh oh. This is not good. <laughs> so we go outside, and sure enough, the Allegro had backed out and didn't realize that the utility box that contains the power, <laughs> the water, the and sewer? the sewer hookup, the sewer pipe, it was right there. Yeah. And they backed out. And hit it because
1: he backed out and
0: turned the wheel right. too soon, and the front end came around and hit the box and yeah, all hit the it utilities. All.
1: So he broke the sewer pipe, he broke the water faucet.
0: And mashed up the electrical box. Yeah,
1: the electrical box was all bent.
0: <laughs> but I got to hand it to the maintenance people at that park. They were right out there.
1: They were. They were right on it. And mm-hmm.
0: they got it fixed really fast. Yeah,
1: maybe it took about an hour, hour and a half.
0: They were so embarrassed. Oh, they
1: were. Uh,
0: and he's an electrical contractor, <laughs> yeah. so he was helping them fix the electrical yeah. box. But
1: the guy kept saying, no, you can't do this. And he's like, but I'm an electrician, you know. Right. It's, like, it's yeah, like He knew
0: more to... about it than anybody. Yeah, the,
1: the guy working on it is trying to say, you know, he didn't want to be liable for somebody getting hurt. I don't blame him. Right.
0: You know? But they were a nice couple. They sure were. And speaking of nice people and all the people we meet, we oh. want to start a series here within mm-hmm. our podcast called What is Your Story? Yes. What's your story? Mm-hmm. Everybody who does this has a story. Right. And we run into so many different people from so many different places, so many different characteristics about them. And there was one person who really stood out just recently.
1: Oh, Kathy, she was
0: wonderful. She kind of surprised us a little bit. She did. She's from Cleveland. Yes. We're from Cleveland. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she had her t-shirt on that one day. It was her high school t-shirt. Yes, it's Shaw. Yes.
0: Shaw High School. Mm -hmm. And Shaw High School is in Cleveland. We saw her drive in, in her RV, and she just kind of whipped it into a space. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow. She knows how to drive. She was
1: by herself.
0: Kathy, we have some questions for you. Come yes. <laughs> over come over to the microphone.
2: Yeah. How would you
0: like to be interviewed? I
2: mean, I love this equipment. Uh-huh. Yeah. You are hooked up in here. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, let's go on with well, you it. Know,
0: when you're RVing, you meet some tremendous mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And we just met Kathy who yes. pulled in here mm-hmm. with her RV. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but she goes, "Oh, I'm from Cleveland. Yes. What?
2: <laughs> yes, her family's That's all in right. Cleveland.
0: <laughs> Kathy, what is your story? You're from Cleveland, right?
2: That's right. I left Cleveland 43 years ago
0: uh-huh.
2: and moved to Southern California. Wow. And. Well, yeah, moved to Southern California. So I've been here a long time. Mm -hmm. I've been in California forever and a day. My ex-husband was a Marine, stationed down El Toro. Mm -hmm. So that's how I actually got here. And my whole family still lives right in Euclid, Mm -hmm. Richmond, and in the surrounding areas of Cleveland. Uh. So I'm in Cleveland at least three to four times a year.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah, That's really something. How did you get into (laughs) RVing?
2: Oh, my God. You know... I had such a passion for it as I was growing up as a child. Mm -hmm. I always used to see people, you know, you didn't see them as often as we do now, but every time I would see one go by, I would say, Someday I'm going to have an RV. Someday I'm going to, you know, drive around and I'm going to stay in it and travel the country. And so, that passion, in 1996, I purchased my very first one, it was a Bounder, at 34J, I'll okay. never forget it, because no, 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 let me back up, because we have to change that. Mm-hmm. I purchased the very first one, which was an Allegro bus. Oh. I went into a dealership in Irvine, California, you mm-hmm. guys know where Irvine is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went into Irvine, and I said, hey, what's the biggest RV you have? They said, a 40-footer. I said, well, that's the one I want. I didn't know anything. I didn't know the types. The I hadn't done any research. I just walked in here and said, I want the biggest one that you have. And he said, well, that would be a 40-footer. I said, well, that's the size I want right there. And he said, well, have you ever driven one before? I said, no. He said, <laughs> He said, who's going to drive it? I said, I guess I will. <laughs> and so the day, the next day or day after, he called me. You know, everything was wrapped up, approved or whatever to come and take possession of it. I got there. He handed me the keys and I drove that thing right off the lot. Oh, the 40-footer Allegro.
1: Oh, my gosh, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That was my
0: first one. <laughs> oh, wow. But what's really incredible is... You just don't see a whole lot of women walk into a dealership right. and do that. Yeah. Although right. we see a tremendous amount of women driving RVs right. and doing all of this yeah. nowadays. Yeah. But mm-hmm. back then they back didn't Back do- then. How, how many RVs have you had?
2: Six RVs. Oh this my. This is God. number six. This is number six. I, this is number six. <laughs> so I, I'll and tell you. They're all class A. And they all were class A. Well, I had one fifth wheel. Okay. So that would make number seven. Oh. Okay. The fifth wheel included oh, will my be seven. My but God. I'll tell you. <laughs> That's why I said I have such a passion for these yes. things. I have to have an RV. Yeah. So I had the Allegro first, mm-hmm. then took it on my first camping trip into Arizona and to that uh, place where everybody goes up there, just right across the oh, border. quartzite. quartzite. Mm-hmm. The shower started leaking because it was a used one. Oh, no. It started smoking under the hood. Oh, it ran no. hot on the highway. Oh. So on that Monday... I got it back to the dealer and said, you can have it. I don't want this, this has too many problems. And so they were like, no, no, it's no cooling off period. You can't bring it back. I'm like, no, you're taking this RV back. So we worked it out and that's where I bought the brand new one. I bought the the Bounder, the 34J, a brand spanking new one. Liquid Bounder. Now over
0: the years, what would you say is a better policy? Buying new or buying used?
2: Well, it has worked out for me in the most recent years of my life to have used. Mm -hmm. And actually, they've been good rigs, Mm -hmm. even though I did have the the brand new uh, Bounder Mm -hmm. the 34J that was a 1996 Mm -hmm. and then I had a 2001 Southwind a 36 footer and that was brand new Mm -hmm. and I mean I didn't have any problem both of them were Fleetwood Mm -hmm. I like Fleetwood and Mm -hmm. so that's what I was leaning towards Fleetwood but like I had said I had bought that last one the 2001 with someone else with a partner and it didn't work out so Mm -hmm. they took the RV and the payment and all that and I kind of got myself out of it and it was free I was free Freed from that, right. and then I had another little RV in between that one and this one. Oh. It was a um, that one was a oh God, I can't even think of the name of it because that was the last one that I had. But I had I have not had an RV now for ten years. Oh oh wow. So God. ten years went by, mm-hmm. oh. and I with no RV. Oh and I finally got this one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I got my 2003 Coachman. Yeah, it looks good too. It does. And you know it looks what great. and I bought that Coachman from a family in Temecula uh-huh. and I'll tell you how I found it. One night I was sitting in my living room at home and all of a sudden Facebook Marketplace it just popped up. It wasn't even like I was on Facebook. Uh-huh. I don't even I'm like that's an RV I was like oh my god I couldn't believe the price they were asking 20000 for it uh-huh. and it had 13,000 miles on it uh-huh. one family owner never been out of California wow. just to the beach to the mountains to this four times a year and I said well I've got to go see it so I threw my shoes on at 8.30pm uh-huh. and they were an hour away from where I live uh-huh. and I drove to their house I got there at 9.30 something oh, The 10 god. I sat there with the owner the guy he was like well was, you want to take for a test drive now now it's 10 o'clock <laughs> It's dark. I'm like, sure, might as well. I'm driving this RV at night, which is not something that I usually like to do a a lot of night driving, but I was like, I've got to make a decision because somebody else is going to get this tomorrow. So I drove the RV. It drove fine. I mean, started up quietly, and it's done that until this day still because I've owned it now since February. I got it on Valentine's Day in 2021. It was my Valentine's gift for myself. (laughs) So I told the guy, I said, I'll take it. We said... At our little the little dinette set in the RV Uh for two hours. I didn't get home till midnight that night. We sat there for two hours talking about the RV and giving me the history of his family. They retire and they're moving to Utah, Uh and they're downsizing, and so they are they sold the RV, their houses, they're selling their house and everything else. So they're gone. As a matter of fact, they should be there now because they were leaving in November of twenty one. Yeah, so they were like, we'd be happy if you take it, Kathy, because. We know you'll take care of it. Yeah. And you know what? It has been a good RV. I have not had not one, only one problem I did have, but it wasn't the fault of the RV. Somebody cut out the catalytic converter. Oh, Somebody no. cut oh, yeah. out the catalytic converter in March of 21, yep. the very next month after oh, I had that it. That happens yeah. all over the yeah. place, you know? Somebody did that. But yep. other than that, there's been not one well, that's mechanical that's good. You while.
0: obviously... Know your way around and about yes, RVs. Yes, which me. I think is really important. Doesn't matter if you're a woman, yes. if you're a man. Yeah, because
1: you know, she comes in the park and she's by herself. So yeah. she's gotta back that thing in. That's right. And do everything. Exactly. Hook everything
2: up. That's and right. And you're
0: towing a car. And, and
2: I'm towing, towing car. a car. <laughs> exactly. yes. And I just recently added my bike rack to the back of because I got a dual hitch now. Oh, right. yes. That's a new addition. Oh. <laughs> I like that
0: dual hitch. Yeah. I really do. I got to come over and take a look at that because I'd like to get that for mine. Put the bikes on the back of the RV and put the car on the bottom of it. Yeah. I would love that. So, what advice can you give, especially to women who want to do this?
2: step out and do it just like I did. Just do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like Nike. Just do it. I yeah. mean, you really have to believe in yourself mm-hmm. and believe that you can do it. Yeah. And that's I've I'm, I'm always been very confident in myself that I know anything that anybody else can do, I can do too. Wow. So I just kind of step out and do it. And here in the RV park, there's so much help. There's so many nice yep. people. Yeah. Sure. That's one thing about RVing. The community of RVers are super nice, yes. very helpful. True. Yep. And so... I know, to be honest with you, I look so forward to coming here in my RV because the community of people are so nice. And so I'd rather be here than be at my house now. Mm -hmm. So now it's time to let the house go because I'm leaning so heavily into the RV now.
0: Now, you actually do work out of your RV, right? I do. I
1: do. But you still own a home.
2: I do. I do. So I have my printer in there i have Mm -hmm. a little printer stand so i pull that over to the table and print with my laptop Mm -hmm. and i mean it it works just like i'm in my office at Mm -hmm. home so i'm able to still work and do everything that i that i normally do Mm -hmm. and i'm really looking forward to um 2022 i think it's going to be a great year because i want to travel around the united states i'm not going to just sit in this park right you know i'm going to move around
0: is there something you haven't seen that you've always wanted to see
2: well, that would be out of the country. Okay. So that would be out of, but i tell yeah. you, all the national parks. Right. Mm-hmm. The national parks, I understand they're beautiful. Yeah, yeah, And I haven't yet to see most of the national parks across the United States. Mm-hmm. So as a woman and one over 55, I was able to get that senior pass. Yes, yes ma'am. So That's now wonderful. that senior pass, I can go to all those parks yep. all over. That is mm-hmm. the
0: best deal in the world. I know.
2: Yeah. Really and, and you said that we can stay there and pay basically half price? Yeah. 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 Oh my God, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. And they have so many great deals with that pass that you right, have. with that pass. And a lot of the times it's free. Yeah, that so would be awesome. It now, really is. Now
2: Kathy also has a dog, so it's her and her dog. Yes, Coco? it is. Yes, yeah, Eric. Don't leave Coco out. No. no, Coco and I, you know, Coco was fifteen. <laughs> he's fifteen. Oh, he's fifteen. <laughs> he's fifteen years old. Oh my he's gonna be he's so sixteen cute. on June twentieth. Oh wow. And Coco is very attached. Yes. Okay, he he goes everywhere with me. I take him to work with me when I go to work. Uh-huh. Like today, I was at work. He yeah. was with me. You do. You, you take know, he him just in the car calls. all he the time Get him. in that yep. car, Coco. Yep. Let's go. We're strapping it up. Let's yeah. go to work. Yeah. I tell everybody, Coco's at work too. So afterward, he gets a reward. We stop at McDonald's. He likes French fries. Oh, wow. He Ew. likes hamburgers. Uh-huh. <laughs> what kind of a dog is he? He's a schnauzer. schnauzer he's a miniature <laughs> schnauzer. <laughs> oh yeah. So, and he's the cutest cute. little thing. He is. He's and we, so we, cute. I just went to Walmart, and you know, Walmart allows us to bring him in. Yeah. So he's shopping with with Me in Walmart, and everybody is just saying, Oh, he's so cute. Yes. I said, Well, yeah, they wouldn't believe he's 15 years old. That's wow. amazing. Yeah, he is 15.
0: 15. He's still
2: hanging. Wow.
0: Well, Kathy, we want to thank you very much. Oh, yes.
2: absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you guys. Yes. I love it. Yes. I love it. You're inspiring me now to do something more with the podcast. I'm going to have to get all this wonderful stuff that oh, you yeah. have.
0: Oh, yeah. Actually, these RVs are pretty good with acoustics. Oh, my mm-hmm.
2: God. This is nice.
0: And yes. if, if we were outside doing this, of course, there'd be a motorcycle go by. There'd be a, a diesel truck, an airplane. Yeah, and yeah so this is perfect. Yeah. So, no, Great. you
2: guys continue to do the podcasting, continue to interview people because. I guarantee you there is a wealth of stories in this part. Yes. Oh, yeah. Everybody oh, yes. has a story. It, I, they know. Do. I know. Everybody has a story yep. from where they started, how they got into this RVing. Yeah. And like I said, I just absolutely love it. Yeah. I love it. My that's heart great. is just, I'm, I'm filled with compassion about the RV, this yeah. passion. And there you have Kathy.
1: And that's her story. Mm-hmm. She's great. Now, next week, we have another guest coming on.
0: I'm really excited about this. I
1: got to tell everybody.
0: Not yet. Yes. No. Yes. No, you can't spill the beans.
1: Oh, come on, no, come on. No,
0: for once, hold a secret. Uh, all right. It's the Rockin' the RV Life Podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.